0: to the Recovering Entrepreneur Show. I would love to introduce my latest guest, but I can't pronounce it right. So she's gonna introduce herself. Hi,
1: I'm so glad to be here. My name is Nurka yeah. Garcia, yeah.
0: And the owner and founder of Amor Would you like to tell us a little more about that? Well,
1: I can tell you that
0: Amor umbrella is a lot of things.
1: It started as a class project, believe it or not. Um, they told us to uh, build a supply chain at college, and I did. And I found this product that it just sparked my, my imagination, um, a heart-shaped umbrella. And it has been a roller coaster from there. It has a goal. Um, so it's it kind of that, that to, Um, that become a symbol more than anything and right now it's going to be ready to um, be relaunched as a TV show broadcasting in over 213 channels um, across the world um, in July
0: so it's very exciting wow all from heart-shaped umbrellas Yes. That's what I heard. Okay. So, yeah. Wow. Congratulations. That, that was, that was, we got to dig a little deeper if that's okay. You said, so supply chain, I get it. Um, but how does supply chain turn into heart shaped umbrellas? So, I'm a veteran and,
1: and, and, you know, and, and I pretty much, I spent most of my life, over 25 years total, as uh, as a veteran and a civilian working for the military. Um, Most of my experience was in logistics. So once I am done with that, the logical thing for me was to go back to school and use my GI Bill benefits. Um, That's how uh, it makes sense to choose supply chain as my major because that's what I did all my life. Yeah. Right. Um, so I did that. And, and I tell you, uh, at the beginning, it, it was kind of, I know this stuff. It's just easy to get an A and everything. And then we had this class. And this class was about building something, about building a supply chain from scratch. And it has to be a global. So I did research. And um, I found this product that it was a heart-shaped umbrella. I love hearts, <laughs> naturally. And I love umbrellas. You know, I've, I've been lucky enough that I um, uh, sent to the military as well. I, I live across the world. I'm Cuban. And so umbrellas are big over there. Um, I live in Asia that they have a huge... Um, you know, umbrellas are, are part of the fashion. And I live in Europe where also umbrellas are I use another part of your outfit, right? You make it fun. You make it unique. Uh, and it's another form of expression. So that's, that was the initial scene that catch my imagination. So I'm like, wow, that's perfect. The price is right i had some savings so you know i say like wow if i'm doing all this research my wife just do it for real you know love it so i went with it you know looking back i probably could have done a lot more research i probably could have do a lot more planning um because of course everything went wrong <laughs> you know i got pro delays i didn't have enough um Uh, product launching but I'm glad that that happened because it made me rethink everything it made me really look back and say okay what I'm doing this for what it really is about and for me it was about rediscovering my creativity rediscovering um, what I was capable of doing on creating and you know, the heart, the umbrella, it really means so much, right? It means um, shelter. It, it means um, there's so many things on the myth, uh, of a shelter. It means hope. But when you combine it with a heart, that is just elevated because heart is just a symbol for love, right? Yeah, and and that's what it that's what it became for me. That's what it, it was. It was like <laughs> how many things can I put on the umbrella? Like how many things do I love to do? Traveling? Yes. <laughs> um giving back to the community? Yes. And just keep learning and keep um and sharing that with other people, um, information and everything because. We learn so much through our journey, our own personal journey. And I don't know you, but I love to learn. I learn something new every single day. And that's how I ended up being a TV show because I, I was a guest. <laughs> I was a guest in a TV show uh, talking about More Umbrella. And I got curious. So I did some more research. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I like this. <laughs> I like this because the impact that when you're on the stage, like Peter Vargas always says, the impact that you have is tremendous, right? It is it, you just touch so many more people, so many more people's lives. And So, you know, and and there's nothing I cannot do if I put my mind to it. So I went for it. And it's just being a roller coaster because now I get to tell the news. I got to go chase the news that I really believe can make a difference in people's life, especially the veteran community that are very dear to to my heart. Because I'm a veteran. I know how hard it can be, the transition. Um, not only for the veterans, for the military, for the whole military family, uh, because the military spouses, the children, they always come along for the ride. And when everything is over, you have to transition. Yeah. And every people's transition is different, but <laughs> very similar. You know, so so that's how it came up uh, to become a TV show. You know, I was already doing the podcast, and I loved that. And, you know, I wrote so many books and so many other things along the way uh, as a way to kind of processing the information I was learning. And I wanted to share. Um, So the TV show is, is another way to to do that, to give back to, and and to help other organizations that are already doing a tremendous job of giving back by shining a spotlight on that, you know, what what better way? Wow. You can save, you know, you can save so many lives just by sharing one story. So So when does your show start? I know. know, What? July.
0: It will be launching in July. Okay, nice. It will be launching in July. Give us the information so we can share it for you, okay? I'm sure Carmela probably got it, but just in case. Love to promote that. That's amazing. Okay. So, you said a lot of really cool things there. There's the veteran piece, the learning piece, the following your heart, and, and I would like to start by going back to where you said that you were happy that everything went wrong because there's a lot of people listening that there's a lot to this working for ourselves and trying to make our dreams come true stuff, stuff that nobody tells us. So what would you tell someone that's running into obstacles? How, how would you, how would you, convey to them like you have such a great attitude about it right like i learned some stuff and and you get to move forward what would you tell someone who is struggling like how to get to that point of of taking it as a learning gift
1: i first would tell them the most important part is pick something um that make you want to keep on doing it um, don't do it for the money. You know, especially during the first couple of years, it's going to be hard. And money is going to be scarce. So don't count on the money. You need to count on the passion. You need to count on your imagination. Because you need to um, try to bootstrap as much as possible. Being very scrappy on the way you um, your funds last you. Because Another day that you have funds is another day you drip keep on going. Mm-hmm.
0: You know,
1: if, if you spend it all in the fancy, uh, you know, flyers on the fancy um, uh, equipment, the computer to answer all the emails, that is not going to give you anything back. That it's not going to give you money back. Right. And you're going to be busy. You're going to feel like, like you're working. Um, but you're not receiving any money. Then that funds that you started with, they got. You. And now what you're left with is a, a broken heart, a broken dream. So be careful of what is the dream that you want to choose for. I think mean, you can change. Like I say, mine started with a hard shaped umbrella, and now it's a hard shaped it's a more Umbrella TV show. Um, and, and I'm sure from, by the time I finish, I will have <laughs> a lot more since then. Um So it can change. It, it, be flexible enough to let it change, to evolve with you and keep on learning, but also be very careful and mindful of how you spend your money. Don't just waste it. Um That's because um
0: it's, it's your dream. So what are you gonna do? Like are you gonna tell stories of what the umbrella means? Like what's the television show about? I'm very curious. So the the TV show is actually about a spotlighting
1: organizations that help the military and veteran community. And I, I'm going to go there, where they're doing it. Like, uh, we already taped four episodes um, to us in the Everglades, with fishing with American finance. And we are showcasing then how the magic that they do with the, the soldiers and, and the veterans and the family, when they take them out there to the Everglades, magical place, to, to fish, and it's a form of therapy, and it's a form of way to let go of all your stress and use by so much time uh, to veterans that maybe are dealing with so much issues as to the military, because the military leaves cars, okay? Especially if you've been to a war situation, you've been to a, uh, you know, you're dealing with financial or hardships or any kind all that leap course on you um so taking one afternoon off and going out fishing with not you know nothing uh predetermined uh, it just it does something to your soul right so that was the first two episodes because uh, you know uh i knew that about them i actually enjoy uh the benefits of the mission and, and I wanted to to give back. I wanted to spotlight them and I wanted to have all the veterans know about them because the Everglades goes all across Florida. They should be all over Florida because we got a females alone. We have 150,000 females in Florida. So not all of them like to fish and not all of them like to the Everglades but the ones that do, why not enjoy it, right? Um, The other two episodes that I just finished filming um, it's not a non-profit. It's actually an organization because not only the non-profits give back to the military community, sometimes organizations do uh, or individuals do. So I want to spotlight those as well. And this movement and initiative is called the Humble Alpha uh, Movement. And what they do is an organization that uh, they not only help veteran uh, business owners to scale and to help them empower them, but they also help them work on their inside, on the spiritual um, soul. uh, Because a lot of the issues are there, are hiding. Even the the most successful entrepreneurs and vetpreneurs they might be dealing uh, might be dealing with their own life all the stuff that happens and the military okay that, that's from day one they tend to be tough so admitting any kind of weakness is not an easy thing to do right as we are the hardest critics or ourselves sometimes So reaching out for help sometimes is very hard. So all these organizations, um, and and these are your two wonderful organizations that I knew uh, firsthand. Um, You know, what they're doing is is saving lives. And that's what I want to highlight. Uh, I want to give them a platform because, like I say, when you're on the stage, uh, you can make magic happen. So
0: why not do that? That is awesome. You know,
1: you got me thinking
0: there is quite a bit of correlation between veterans, entrepreneurs, and then people with addictions. The struggles are very similar in the, in the fact of things like not ask, not wanting to ask for help or, or just struggling, right? The, struggling on the inside and not letting anybody know it and wanting to be the tough guy, the tough business owner, the tough addict who doesn't want his family to find out and the tough veteran that's trying to leave the past behind or heals the scars that you were talking about. So there's a lot of similarities, I think. I think so. There's a lot of addition in the veteran community and you know,
1: I actually believe entrepreneurship can be an addition, but a good one (laughs) out of all the other ones.
0: That's fair.
1: Nothing nothing, uh, bad with being addicted to learn and just keep on
0: trying, right? Uh, So, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad uh, there isn't, uh uh-oh. I'm glad there isn't 12-step for uh, business and learning yet. That's that's good because uh I'm not giving this one up. Learning is too much fun. So do you want to tell folks a little about your podcast? Definitely. Um, so my podcast.
1: <laughs> um curiously you now was my my pivot um when COVID 19 happened. You know, I signed up for advanced you reach and, and I hear Peter Bargas talking about stages and stages and I saw so many different Different um, people that had so uh, so many amazing stories to tell, and and I saw like what a cool way to learn from them, and also to help other people learn how to be entrepreneurs. Because um, sometimes we just get an idea and we go with it. Okay, I'm big guilty of that many times. <laughs> but it takes more than just an idea okay you have to plan you have to build the foundations it's like a house you build a, a house and you put some pillars uh pillars and don't build a foundation that thing is going to crumble um so what better way than learning from other entrepreneurs that already went through um so a lot of similar things that you're going to go through um people that already made it, they're, they're successful in their own way, um, and, you know, they have so much to learn, and they have tools and, and tips that they can share, uh, so that's what I was for this time, um, not only a way to a spotlight entrepreneurship and entrepreneur, but to inform others that want to be
0: entrepreneurs good. I think we're going to see a shift. I don't, I don't watch the news. I only know the world I live in, which is in a lot of online classes and things like that. And I really think that people are starting to understand the value of entrepreneurship and and get
1: the entrepreneurship is the backbone of society because you look at society right now, it's not the big corporations hiring people. It's the entrepreneurs—the ones that are creating jobs. That's ninety, almost ninety percent of the societies are entrepreneurs.
0: Yeah,
1: and COVID nineteen has shown that you cannot really be safe having a job. You know, it's, it's just an illusion. I, I know my my brother had like two jobs. You know, you have to kill yourself with two jobs
0: answer me. Some people had three, I'm four. Yeah. Yeah, it's a different day now for sure. So did you say that you were relaunching the umbrellas? Like, are they gonna be on sale online? Where, where are they gonna be available? And are they coming in different colors? Cause I keep imagining it as a red one in my head but I kind of would like to see a purple
1: one. Is there different colors? There, we Right now, we have red and pink. Um, that's what I started with. I do want to um, bring out later um, different colors, especially purple and, and blue. Um, but uh, yeah, for right now, we have the, we're have launching with the red and, and, and pink. And it's, so everything is available at moreumbrella.com. Um it is going to be the signature product of the TV show, and that's how it's related. Because, like I say, amor umbrella, amor is everything that we love. I and mean, you understand the significance of amor in Spanish. Um, I know the translation is love in English, but love in English is it's only about couples, right? Amor. In Spanish, it means everything that we love. It might be our job, it might be our uh, or, or careers, or books, or hobbies, or, you know, traveling. And that's that's kind of why uh, I name it like that, right? The, the, the blame, the fashion of, and the bigger meaning of the word amor. And umbrella is anything under it. The information the giving back the entrepreneurship giving shelter giving hope to all the people and that's why the tv is a is, uh, show is also called more umbrella tv
0: it's kind of brilliant i have to tell you you know i like this <laughs> so what else would you like to share that i am not dating?
1: yeah and- Um. So you know, I, everything is is coming together. Everything is part of the umbrella. Um, and also, uh, releasing a a video course, um, accredited, uh, college accredited video course. Um, that's helping. It, it, the purpose is to help entrepreneurs start the business. Um, because when I started. You know, I came from the military and, you know, I came from a job, right? Where everything was, they told me what to do, get it done, get the mission done, whatever. Um, and then I went to school and then I started business. Totally <laughs> different. So <laughs> much information. There was an overwhelming amount of information. So sometimes it was difficult to know what the next step was. Uh, so that's why I went back to my military training and I made it simple. I made it step by step. What is the next step? Because if you avoid the distractions, if you avoid just wondering what you need to do next, uh, that's, that's it's just, you know, you're wasting time. And, and the only thing I don't like to do is waste time um so so I, I made it simple i made a like a standard uh sop what we call in the military that is just a business guy what steps step that do you need to do use the start, get incorporated so that you can actually start working on your ideas so yeah that is coming up it's it's launching in a couple of weeks and then we have um more books um uh, that also inform and being an entrepreneurs. You know, the way I learn is by writing. <laughs> so why not share it?
0: Do you sleep? Does it help me? <laughs> Sometimes. Maybe that's from the military too, <laughs> to be able to work longer days. Wow. You have a lot yeah. to be proud of. That's amazing. Yeah, I do what uh yeah.
1: You know, it, it's just What do you do with all the information that you get? Because um, how do you process it? Do you put it away in a drawer and throw it away because it's too much? Because believe me, I have two drawers full of of papers I haven't thrown away in the last three years (laughs) because I know it's important. It's too much. (laughs) But if you write it down, now you process that information. And what do you do once you process that information?
0: Share it. Share it. Yeah. Yeah. You're so right. I've done, I've done some reading. For example, um, there was a book about Dharma recovery and I read it, but then I was like, you know what? This might serve my podcast audience. So I ended up breaking it down into little lessons and I taught it on my show, what I learned out of the book. So you're absolutely right. I just, I probably don't write as much as I should with my information, but I do podcasts with it. Look at you showing us your coconuts. Are you kidding me right now? It's gross up here in New York and you're showing us your coconuts.
1: Yeah. I know you like (laughs) that.
0: So jealous right now. Miami where Miami <laughs> I was gonna say I think that's Miami uh, wow well you've really accomplished so many things books an online class television podcast and you're still learning getting ready to launch those umbrellas it's amazing thank, thank you you know it, it, and that's the thing I love about entrepreneurship
1: you know it's about creating so don't put limits on your imagination because you never know how much you're capable of until
0: you try. That's a good point. You mentioned Pete a couple times. So I'm curious, we know that stages are a good way for us to get our, our voices heard. Have you taken any other online classes? Is there any other coaches that you've worked with? Oh, yeah, so many. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's definitely a year of learning. Um
1: so I actually uh, Stephen Khan he's a entrepreneur that's actually a feature on my um on my second episode uh on my third and fourth episode, the humble alpha. Um he's an amazing uh, mentor. Um I also Pat Quinn, definitely. I used to work on my signature talk with him, he's amazing. Um uh, and working a couple more, um, Sherry Rosenthal. Um, she's also amazing. She's actually worked on retreat because I had the idea of building a retreat, so I took a course, and she's has been an amazing influence uh, because she makes uh, information very easy to digest, uh, especially marketing.
0: Oh, nice. And one
1: of the things I like to. Um, I like to do. I like to see different industries and it doesn't mean that I have to take everything out of that industry, but I take what it deserves well and, and it helps. It helps overall. I I agree. I
0: I think there's, and and like I say, there's so many. They each seem to have a different piece of the puzzle. At least that's been my experience. they, The things that we need them to coach us on may look different, which is why it's nice to have multiple coaches, I think.
1: Yes. And and believe me, you know, I I, I have grown mentored already. Uh, And I don't discount anybody because I learn things from my kids every day. Um, you know, so it doesn't matter how old, how young um, or what are the status. It's not about status. It's not about titles. It, it's about what they can offer and and the clarity that they can give you. And you, you never know. You never know what is going to make it click. Um, I forgot the name of the person that won the Nobel Prize. Um, and the whole reason why he Won the Nobel Prize was because the person that was um, cleaning the floor, giving the piece the clue that he needed to win that Nobel
0: Prize, oh. and I forgot the name. I remember the story, but I forgot the name. Like the movie Goodwill but, Hunting is what you're reminding me of, but yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, everybody does have value. I think that's what your, your point is. And it is true. And, and I think when you said learning from your kids, you also said earlier curiosity. And I think that that's part of the gift of children, right? Because they're curious and they get us to think a little different. Yes. And they're so skillful at stuff that we struggle
1: with already. Because I think my kids came out with a computer in their hands. You know, they, they do things that I can I struggle to learn in three months. They already know how to do it in five seconds. Okay, uh. So you know, learning to appreciate what the talents are, what the talents are, because don't force them to do something they're not good at. You I know, agree. work with them on that and what they're good at. Uh, because. And that's the other thing that for any entrepreneur that's listening, outsource the scenes that you're not good at. But those are the ones that are going to take you 20 hours to get done. Okay. Yeah. But the scenes that you're good at, the scenes that you're passionate about, those are going to take five minutes. Even if it takes you 20 hours, it's going to feel like five minutes.
0: <laughs> you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yes outsource queen right here. But
1: the scenes that you hate. Yeah. So yeah. Techn- yeah. technology. Definitely. Stuff. Yeah, there, there, there's so many scenes. I you know, I hate email. I need to outsource
0: that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But yeah. Well good. Well I want to make sure you have an opportunity to say anything else that you might want before I ask you my my little question that I've asked all my guests. So did we leave anything else you wanted to touch base on? No, I think that's it. Yeah, you gave some great words of advice. So it doesn't have to be business related, but it can be. But what is your favorite book? I have many favorite books.
1: I think one and the most impactful books. And I don't know the name in English. Uh, It was actually a a Russian book I read when I was a child. Uh, And the translation in Spanish was called uh, Un Hombre de Verdad, A Real Man. A Real Man? And it was a story, A Real Man. Uh, I will have to look up the... I probably have to look up what the translation of the title is. Um, the whole story was about this soldier in, in the World War II. He was a pilot and he got his his plane got knocked down on the ice and he lost his two feet due to the frostbite. Oh. And it's a, a true story, actually. It's based on a true story but from he dragged himself through the snow and he made a bag and he actually uh got two wooden food made for him Uh-oh. oh oh yeah and it's going to die but uh he got two wooden food made for him. And those two wooden food with that, he learned how to not only fly again, but he learned how to dance polka. Uh, and for me, that's uh, such an incredible uh, story because it, it tells you that there's no impossibles. You know, I don't remember his name, but I, that's a story I read it when I was nine years old, and and I can never forget it because there's no limits. Um, the only limit is
0: the one that you put on yourself. I will look it up. Wow. Yeah. Well, New New Yorka, I'm ah, I'm horrible at this. I, I'm. Sure. So bad. I'm so bad with my team's name too. And I practiced three or four times. I'm like, you guys got to teach me how to get a Filipino accent, you know, because I'm just, I struggle with it so bad. But um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your service. I love that you're giving back to the vets. I'm excited for all your launches. We're going to have to stay tuned. Red and pink umbrellas and television shows. I feel like I should be asking for your autograph right about now. Uh,
1: hopefully (laughs) soon okay
0: fair enough well thank you so much for being here i appreciate you
1: all right thank you thank you for having me as a guest